Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everybody, it's Michelle Collins. It's Midnight Snack. I'm dressed. You know, I'm not a Halloween girl. I know it's uh, spooky season, as I just figured that out at Home Goods that it's spooky season. But I am dressed like a goth um, poker player today, like with the sleeves. <laughs> what is this? What is this outfit? And I'm wearing a beige bra that um, really makes the girls look look massive. It's very Mrs. Doubtfire in the room. <laughs> When Mrs. Selner is there and she's like trying to go back to being Robin and she's naked and the little boys are <laughs> laughing and then the face gets turned over. That's what I look like right now. Right. Hi, it's me. It's Michelle. Hi, hey. Dan. Hey, how are you? Yeah, with the beige bra, um, because like you can, it's like a lace thing. I literally thought you had my nips on. are out. Well, the idea Underneath, is, yeah. I just, can you imagine if I just was like, you know how Patricia Heaton doesn't have a belly button? What if I just didn't have nipples? Uh-huh. You know, what if it was just beige <laughs> sacks of fluid and no nip? Uh, I, well, I think that would be okay. Honestly, in this day and age, I think it'd be fucking great. It would actually be fine. Yeah, yeah it'd be awesome, actually. It's fine. <laughs> um, anyway, that no belly button thing is a funny one for Patricia Heaton. So, uh, 
Dan Dan, it's boiling hot in my apartment and I don't understand why. The AC is on. It's chilly out. So I think it's just fooled into thinking maybe I should crack a window. Yeah, you got your steam heat on? Got my steam heat it's on. Actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's cold in my neck. Actually, I was wondering like when it's going to start because it was hot this weekend and all of a sudden it's like... Chilly. It's nippy. Yeah. I wouldn't know. It's I don't have nips. Sure is. I'm like, yeah, it's I just, it, I would, as a nipple... As, <laughs> I mean, what does nippy mean? I don't have nipples. I'm sorry. I'm just... I have uh, flesh-colored orbs that hang like the fruit. Um, I'm genuinely They're sweating. turning a pale blue. <laughs> yeah. That's a good skull. Yeah, they're like the lips on the Titanic once they hit the water, basically. <laughs> once they get chilly, they just turn like cerulean. <laughs> and that's how I know it's cold. I am boiling. It's also like cheap ASOS lace. So it looks like it would be uh, uh, breezy, but I'm I'm literally dying. When people uh, recommend this podcast to others, they're going to be like, well, why do you listen to it? It's like, well, they talk about the weather, the temperatures in their apartment. Like, what the fuck are we talking about right now? We, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a lot to chat about. I mean, the big, the headline is, and I debated even bringing this up because, you know, I've been very careful about boundaries when it comes to my podcast and even my radio show, because when I bring certain things up, it just unleashes, like, I'm already stressed, basically. I'm a stressed, I'm stressed out as it is with the news I'm about to share. And like, by sharing it, then I'm going to have 10 million people emailing me being like, where are you going? What are you doing? You know what I mean? And it's like, I actually don't want that. I don't need you to ask me any questions about it. Just take it for what it is. Look at my orbs. Let my orbs hypnotize you. (laughs) Honestly, now that you said that, I'm like, do I have to go change my bra right now? It's it's upsetting me. It's kind of like... It's making me very relaxed. Really? Should I take Should I take my shirt oh, off? I, well, listen, given that you're the only person that ever gets hit on on this podcast, I'm like, I've been doing this for what, three, four years? I'll get like a lot of DMs being like, yes, girl, slay mama. And then Dan gets DMs that are like, listen, I'm at gym bar tonight, 8 p.m. See you there. I'm like, why are you the only one that gets hit on? Not fair. Uh, yeah, take your shirt off. Get comfy. All right. Rip. No, I'm not going to do that. He, didn't even, he just breathed out and it turned to shreds. That's how buff Dan is. Yeah. Uh, right. I'm literally, I'm, I'm going to have to go not only change my bra, my shirt, open a window. I have a lot to do. I'm not prepared. Anyway, the stressed out news is that I have to move in a couple of weeks. And I'm moving as a Cancerian with a Libra moon and a Gemini rising is, does anybody like to move? Is there one sign like our Virgos pumped to move? I think there is a sign that likes to change locations a lot. Not me. Oh, change it up. Yeah. Well, I, I'm a, I, I like to change locations, but I don't like actually doing the thing. And also, how long have you lived in your apartment for? <laughs> yes. Years. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I have to move. I have to move. And uh, I don't know. I'm going to answer as many questions for you as I can right now. I don't know where okay. I'm going. I actually looked at apartments this weekend. Uh, the rental prices now in New York are genuinely through the motherfucking roof. I don't understand mm. what happened. And it's funny because... A year ago, they were rock bottom. Like, I I mean, they were just for nothing. You could get so many amazing deals. Um, But I think maybe part of it is that the landlords are, like, recouping their money. I'm just trying to think of why right now. Yeah, I don't know. Because are people moving back to the city? Like, nothing's happening. I I couldn't tell you. I mean, (laughs) yeah, like, all of those, like, weird wooden sheds outside are full of people eating. You know, those, like, street sheds. Uh, Ooh, I want one of those, yeah. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Where are you moving, Street Shed? I'm moving into the outdoor dining at Via Carada. 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm just so stressed. I have to hire people. But all, what the next two weeks are about, which has actually been really fun for me, is I'm just like getting re- I'm really purging stuff, really getting rid of yeah. a lot of things. You know, I've been in this apartment for a few years and things accumulate. And I do this all the time. I'm not like I don't hold on to things. I like to get rid of things, but mainly clothing because I then run out of room for clothing. Right. Right. But I forgot that early in the pandemic and famously the Costco in Wayne, New Jersey, different day than the fish story for the record. Um, I went before the pandemic and like fully did the uh, Toys R Us toy run of like. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm telling. I remember that pallet in your, <laughs> in your apartment full of like, just everything you can imagine. And somehow yeah. in order to maintain like a clean home, because Dan, you've been to my apartment when it's neat and it you wouldn't know that. Yeah, like, spotless. Okay, I feel like you're being sarcastic, and people are going to hear no, that. No, no. I'll be honest, guys. <laughs> no, it is. It's very clean. It's very neat. It's very clean. I totally agree. And that's when you were over. I only have people over yeah. when it's clean. You know, some people aren't weird about mess. Like actually, behind me right now, it's so fun. well. It's funny. There's an Easter egg, like Adele's Easy on Me video, in this very Zoom frame, because I went to a Costco a week or two ago. Honestly, not knowing that I was going to move so quickly, it, it really happened like in the past like four days. That's why I'm a bit high strung about it and they had like so many Clorox wipes so they had five big big old jugs hello Dan knows what I mean (laughs) I just cupped my breasts of Clorox wipes and like I bought tampons I mean I just I again I do this thing at Costco where I'm basically like a Y2K hoarder it's not Mm. like I didn't realize so I just bought all this shit and I came home and then when I found out the move was happening, I'm like, all right, I have to go piece by piece, you know, corner by corner, skim through it right. so that when I move stuff, it's just everything I actually need, not bullshit. Dan, literally, I found Clorox tubs. Every <laughs> And there's one here. Look, right there. There's one. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have found Clorox <laughs> containers in every motherfucking nook and cranny of this apartment. Like, it's almost like when Mr. Bean ordered the steak tartare and then he was, like, tucking the raw meat in, like, the flower vase, like, under the plate. (laughs) Famous Mr. Bean sketch. That's why you listen to this podcast. (laughs) Mr. Bean sketches. I'll talk about all of them. The chair on the car. I have nowhere to be. Painting the house. So the meat one, uh, that's me and these wipes. And then, you know, I have the little roof area and I went upstairs and I went into the... uh, I went into the my little hut, you know, my fishing hut that leads to the roof. Dan, I oh, found right, yeah. enough tampons. It was like a Groucho Marx movie. I like opened <laughs> one of the things, baseball bat sized tampons, just go 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 all over me. I couldn't believe it. So you're set, set, set. So many fucking tampons. So now I have to go because I'm like, I don't want to move. I literally cannot move with nine. I cannot pay for storage for like nine boxes of ultra tampons. I'm sick, though. I realized, OK, I actually do. I have to acknowledge that there is mild mental illness at play here that I just didn't even remember that I, I found ra- brand new razors like Venus expensive razors upstairs. Oh, I didn't nice. remember Q-tips, all this shit, like a little CVS existing. And I guess once. Oh, and literally. Oh, Probably five massive jars of pasta sauce. Okay. Huge pasta sauce jars. Wait, why are they so big? <laughs> Costco. Because I got them at Costco. Like, someday, someday I'll have a party or something. <laughs> like a big. Because that's a big amina bowl, Dan. Okay. That, all right. I don't know. I don't know. Keep that in. Let's offend the Italians today. I'm in the mood. It's their time. It's their time in the sun. Hmm? 
How do you pronounce it? Like Rayos or Rouse? I say Rayos. I assume you're good. That's the way Rayos. you get Rayos? No, Rayos? Um, okay. I do have some Rayos. I like the Rayos one that's the sensitive sauce because I'm always like... Sensitive skin? For sensitive gal. <laughs> <laughs> I like that sensitive sauce. sauce. Oh, yeah, because it's like low acid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then... um tons of olives oh but i found in under the area because you know i have my famous toilet bucket from los angeles that i will be paying for storage for do you know my toilet bucket no okay those real mish heads out there the real the true snack packers out there will know that when i lived in los angeles uh where i was constantly fearing an earthquake like honestly it it was, I'd say, 50% of the reason I left because I really had a fear of earthquakes. And I felt a couple and they were fine, yeah. actually. I bought on Amazon this um, safety kit that came in a huge, massive yellow bucket. And inside the bucket, there's like flashlights, batteries, um, emergency yeah. blankets, like anything you would need in case, God forbid, of a climate crisis or whatever. Right. And the lid of the bucket punches out in the middle you can punch a hole out and it turns into a toilet Which, <laughs> wait how does it turn into a toilet you make it's it bucket, it. Right? yeah but it's like the lid is a seat <laughs> like any bucket is a toilet <laughs> yeah but it's like yeah really okay guess what you know what i kept saying really when the next hurricane ida comes and none of the fucking toilets are working guess there's a nice bucket lid with a hole in it to That's plop true. her That's massive true. ass on and and really yeah, you'll be st- what be sitting sitting pretty Truly beautiful in my beige bra, which I keep looking at. And now I'm like, I'm nauseated by my own body. But um, so that's coming with. No, but I found cans and cans of fucking tuna. But like all from Kirkland brand, albacore white tuna. Yeah, but I think all that stuff goes like it doesn't go bad. I think you're actually smart. Like all the things that you're describing are things that like you will eventually use. It's not like give them away. Old. So. Oh, you yeah. did? Oh. <laughs> I okay, well. well, I'm like, how much, I, who am I, Jeremy Piven? Like, how much tuna can I possibly eat? It was so, I'm like, I got a stage show to get to. What was the show? I was, um, oh my God. Um, True West or something. Or something. True West, yeah, something anyway. like that, yeah. So, yes, yeah, so I got, I give my neighbors, I just text them. I go, there's a bag outside of your door. My neighbors, who I'm very friendly with. And in the bag was eight cans of garbanzo beans. 16 cans of tuna and a massive box of Kraft mac and cheese, but like huge, brand new, obviously. I ran into my neighbor like yesterday. He goes, wow, we have really uh, so much. He goes, we have so much tuna and mac and cheese. And I went, congrats. Like I didn't even connect. (laughs) I was like, that's great. Sounds delicious. (laughs) Weirdo. <laughs> oh my god! And then it hit me. I was like, "Oh right," because I left you a huge sack of goods outside your door, <laughs> like a fucking freak. <laughs> oh my god! Genuinely, you should be so lucky to be my neighbor. You get everything for me, okay? Then I thought, <laughs> "Tell me what you think about this idea." Depending on the day that I have to move, I thought, "Wouldn't it be fun to have like a big party, like last, like day in the apartment party, to finish all my liquor?" That's a really good idea. Yeah, I don't, last night at missions, yeah, like on the roof. <laughs> And just right. oh, that would be yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. So I think that might happen. Why did I just tell everyone? Why did I just tell everyone? You're not invited. Uh, and what's the address? Yeah, and <laughs> at 45 East 89th Street. See you guys there. <laughs> that poor person who lives in that building. Right. It's like June Squib. She's like, I never said I was having a roof party. They're like June. We heard the podcast. We know. Leave June Squib alone. June Squib didn't do anything to you. <laughs> Squib game. Squib game. 
<laughs> I'm so angry. <laughs> now that's why you listen to this podcast. Squid game, baby. <laughs> she would have loved that fucking mac and cheese and tuna. June Squib? Squib would have gone nuts. Remember when they had to shut down her um video platform Squibby? Good night. Okay. Listen. <laughs> I had a show on Squibby. I had a show on Squibby and they mixed it. And I got paid nothing for it. Uh, anyway, I'm really, really just a moron. So I'm moving. That's the stress. I don't know where I'm going. I'll probably go down to Florida a little bit. I'm in no rush to mm. move. I want things to chill out with the rents. Yeah. I also honestly, like, I'm very anti-New York right now. So I kind of feel like, let me, mm. you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Like, I can work remote. Let me do okay. it for a little bit and see how I feel. So I'm kind of excited. I feel, but I do feel like I feel very stressed. Honestly, I'm looking around. Oh, I just like so. Like, do I pack, for example, brand new SPF cans of Australian gold that I got for those days? I do, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, keep it. Right? Yeah. But you know, I'm paying. Totally. Uh, I'm like that. I'm paying like a hundred dollars a year to store. You see what I mean? Well, get an apartment that can fit everything. Like, no um, storage. No, I, I have to know. do storage. All right. Wait, I had another story for you. So we're talking about that. My beige breasts. Um, I always have to say, like, Julie Roberts, breasts. They're just breasts. <laughs> like in Notting Hill. Why are men obsessed with breasts? They're just breasts. I've done this on the show before. Either here or serious. I forgot. I'll never not I'll never not say breasts and not do my Julie Roberts. Sorry. It's a rule. It's in my contract. Jan, how was your weekend, my love? What'd you do? Uh, it was good. My my friend had a birthday, uh, so I went out in Brooklyn um, Friday night. Fun. And then, um, actually, all the same people, we had already decided to go out the next night. So basically, everybody okay. <laughs> was like, I don't know, kind of pulling over, but we made this plan. So we went out and we had a great oh, time good. on Saturday. You had a wild yeah, night Saturday, from what you were texting. Well, it was, uh, oh, yeah, I did text you some stuff. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Are you right? Dan, it your a, shirt yeah. just flew back on. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it was okay it was it was a little bit i don't know who listens to this podcast but it was a night where i was with uh, several friends um and multiple exes showed up no. at this place that we were going surprise you know uh by surprise so it was a little um slightly you know eventful like nothing bad happened but it was it was like a little bit of a dramatic i would say evening. that's a coincidence given how many gay establishments there are in new york and brooklyn that people would show up in mm. the same place don't you think yeah i don't bit. know i mean when i guess we all have the same type <laughs> yeah you were at the uh i was gonna you were at the cubby hole right no i was gonna say bear cubs <laughs> you were at the bear's den what's the name of the bar you're at you don't have to the, the, uh, uh i did go to gym bar but actually we went to a bunch of places Jim bar, rainy bar, the eagle. It was a hole. Oh, God, yeah. the eagle. Yeah. Well, I'm glad yeah. you had a good time. I stayed in Saturday night because it was <laughs> pouring rain. And honestly, I think I did Neaton. I'm just like going through stuff. I sold a bunch of stuff. I'm like really um, leaning into the world of selling my things, which has actually been. That's great. It's honestly really fun. And I'm kind of upset that I don't have another couple weeks to really. I think I would just sell everything. Like it's so there is something <laughs> so satisfying. First of all genuinely i feel like an auctioneer like i'm just like because i'm doing it on facebook <laughs> which i see what you will about facebook oh you are honestly it's fucking okay. it's great i can't i can't neg it it's great 
Wait, what do you do? Like hold up items like like on video or something? Well, and it's talk not about a hostage them? video, Dan. I'm not like, this, you know. <laughs> October 17th, I'm here. I have a Le Crusette pot never used. Get it when you can. No, no, no. You post a picture of it with um, an amount of money. What I don't get about it, and this is just funny to me, like nobody handles. Nobody, but nobody says, hey, can I give you... 20 instead of 50 and I always am expecting oh. someone because like on Craigslist I feel like back in the day this is basically Craigslist it's slightly more modernized you know but I feel like yeah. you know you would show up to a place with cash and be like would you take 80 instead of 100 and the person yeah always would say yes not I mean right. I've literally only sold three things on it so I'm sitting here like 100% <laughs> of the time they pay full but um not they always are just like thank you and they're always really nice like everyone's super friendly it's just really great wow yeah, oh, awesome. I love it. I'm now I'm like I'm I'm getting addicted to it though because it's like fun. You get money, so you're like even though by the way I'm selling stuff at like 99 percent off of what I paid, but it's still <laughs> exciting to get money. I'm like yeah, wow, I got 30 bucks. Like great. I don't know. It feels really exciting. I love it. What else can I sell? My printer. I'm just like looking around. Yeah, you don't need a printer. I, this um, shitty printer I do not need. Um, I don't know. Just taking a peek. That's all. Yeah, we'll edit this you have such great art. Out. Don't sell any of that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, the other news is I actually went to Brooklyn Sunday, mm. which was really fun. I went to Brooklyn Heights, which was absolutely gorgeous, and um, yeah, loved it. Uh, Dan, you recommended a show that I did get into. I'm genuinely boiling hot. Uh, oh, this quote does include packing. 16 medium boxes. No, no, no. See, this packing shit is such bullshit. Like I, I, oh, I'm sorry. On? Can I now go back to the movie for one second? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't want to pack my own things because that is actually what's going to have, that's going to lead to a meltdown. Like I know that if I have right. to, because where do you put the stuff? That's the thing I don't get about packing. <laughs> then what? I have 500 fucking boxes going where? I'm being honest. Right. Like I don't know. No, 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 I literally no. can't wrap my mind around packing. So, um, so I called this company and the girl was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. How many boxes do you have? I said 30. I don't know. How, I mean, literally, it's like, how many boxes do I have? The fuck I fucking know? I don't know. I think yeah, 10, yeah. but then it's going to be probably 50. You know, I don't know how many. Right. So she sent a quote to me and just wrote, and I said, wait, does this include packing? Because it says no packing. She goes, yeah, packing of 16 medium boxes. I'm like, medium boxes. I need mm. all of them packed. I don't know. Yeah, question right, mark, right. question mark, question mark. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Dan recommended a... Um, and actually, if you have movers to recommend, you can DM me with those. Although by Thursday, when this comes out, it'll be like way too late. Dan recommended impeachment. Ryan Murphy's impeachment. I binged it uh, Friday to Saturday. I watched all six hours. I couldn't. It's. I couldn't get away from it. It's so good. <laughs> it really is. Why are people so not? Much fun. Can I be honest with you? I enjoyed it yeah. more, and I love Succession, but I enjoyed it more than the Succession premiere last night. And yeah, really, like a lot. Because Succession, sometimes my issue with it is I'm just like, you know, on um, was it Strangers of Candy where she'd always picture a monkey playing a violin? Like sometimes I'm watching <laughs> it and I'm just like, I literally don't know what's happening. I'm like, I don't know. They're cursing at each other. Some the father's telling his son to suck his dick. Like, I don't know what this is. That's me literally, by the way, with any HBO show that like it's the first three seasons oh. that everybody's talking about. I literally just like force myself and then my mind goes like out the oh, window. Game I'm of like, Thrones, I don't know what's happening. Uh, unless it was oh, yeah. um, a child getting beheaded or like a brother and sister yeah. like fingering each other. I genuinely was like, I don't know yeah. what the hell is happening here. Yeah. I mean, fortunately, that happened a lot. It was a little like, still- By the way, I yeah. understood every minute. <laughs> 
<laughs> and like big old big titties. I kept trying again. No, Succession deeply confuses me. Although I really loved the season finale. Do you watch it or no? Uh, I'm like halfway through the Ooh. first season. So not really. That's funny. Yeah, the first season was a bit tough, but then it gets good. That's what everyone says. It's like living in L.A. Stay here for the first <laughs> season, then I promise you'll love it, you know? Uh, but, no, but um, this impeachment, first of all, I mean, Sarah Paulson, her brain should be studied for science because I don't understand how she's as good as she is at what she does. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I don't even think about her as an actor at all when I'm watching it. It's just like, that's Linda. Oh. With her, the fake teeth they put on her, which are yeah. so like stubby. They're so ugly. I feel so bad for Linda Tripp. Do you blame Linda? Here's the thing. For those who, who haven't watched, which I can't recommend enough that you tune in. I don't understand how it's not trending. Maybe it is every Tuesday night and I just haven't um, discovered it. I don't think people are yeah, talking I don't get it. about it's, it. It's, I don't know. I watch it. It's my number one show. I don't I don't get it. Maybe it's on a little late. I don't know. Well, I think people don't pay for cable. Someone tweeted that at me. And so when it oh, when it, yeah, it's going to have what I call you disease, where you was on Lifetime for uh, oh. a season. It's <laughs> you you disease. Yeah, Dan. It's going to have you disease. It's going to be like so funny and so charming. <laughs> And like so deeply supportive as a friend, asking nearly nothing in return. Um, my, the worst disease. No, you the show. And you was on Lifetime for a season and nobody even spit on it for a second. I think Penn Badgley did my serious yeah. show and it was like, all right, good luck on Lifetime. And then the second it got to Netflix, it was like mm. people, it, I was annoyed on Lifetime's behalf because I'm think about it. If you're an executive at Lifetime who greenlit the show and I'm sure right. they're getting money, but just I'd be like, fuck you guys. Like I'd be so angry that Netflix <laughs> is getting the credit for a show that Lifetime believed in. Yeah, I wonder if it's on the wrong channel. Like it's on FX, where you like ex expect something like like American Horror Story yeah, or something point. like that. If it was if it was on like HBO or oh. even Showtime or something, like people would be nuts. No, about if it was on HBO, people would be going losing their shit. Kobe <laughs> uh, Smalders or whatever her name is, who's lovely, plays Ann yeah. Coulter. Phenomenal. Oh. She is so good. The only problem with her is she's like too hot to play Anne. She That's the only <laughs> thing is like she's if I were Anne, I'd be like, yeah. fuck yes. I would love for like <laughs> a beautiful actress to play me. But she is yeah. so dead on with the voice. Oh my God. She's a brilliant actress. That's great. Um, my only note, which a friend said, and then you know when something gets stuck in your head, is I don't and I think Beanie's a phenomenal actress. I don't know if she's I don't uh, it makes sense that they cast her in it, but she's I missing. think she's great. She's good. For me, you know what the problem is? She's, I think Monica was like much more glamorous than she is. And so there is an element to Beanie where she's like little kid sister at camp. Like she's so, even though she's, I'm sure, older than Monica was, she's so yeah. baby faced and babyish in it. Whereas Monica, who wasn't a skinny girl, but like who, but she was very. I think I Monica, Monica got a glow because then I also watched the Monica interview that she gave with Barbara oh, Walters. I watched you know, it later. too. Go on. Oh, it's so it's good. Great. But I think she had, but she had definitely gotten a makeover. Like she was used to being like a national obsession at that time. Back at the, when she was just like working at the White House or the Pentagon or whatever, I don't think she was dressing for the cameras. Like I, I actually think it's good the way they portray her. Like mm -hmm. it's just a normal person, in my opinion. Maybe she'll get a makeover later, but. Well, we'll see.
Well, Dan, you know, I adore you the most. You can follow Dan at Dan underscore Acton on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, best DMer in town. That's a fact. Sends me the best DMs. <laughs> Uh, and also, if you want to follow me, I'm at Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. Um, Dan, I adore you. Thank you for doing the show. We'll see you next week. See ya. And guys, we have a very fun guest. Someone I just adore. Flula Borg is going to be here. I'm going to go put a different bra on. I will be back in one second. Borg, let me introduce you. First of all, I've been waiting for this day. I asked you this last time you were on. Do German children laugh before we get to promoting your stuff? Do they do they giggle? Oh, let's not promote anything. Uh, children in Germany are taught uh, fear-based lessons. So uh, all our nursery <laughs> rhymes, all our stories are basically, if you F up, then you uh, die up. So let's let's be just a good child. Don't mess things up and you will survive. It's basically just survival skills that we're teaching children. So there's no giggling. There's no laughing. There's no time, Michelle. There's no time to laugh in Germany. That's so true. I kind of like the German way, even though let's not get into my family history. But, uh, you know, you know, no laughter. But they're also quite, I think, sexually open like I went to um I think in Hamburg there was like the red light district in Hamburg and it was just sex toys everywhere you looked you know they're very Europeans in general are much more open sexually than our repressed Christian country and I'm just curious Flulaborg why do you think that is Michelle I don't know I can tell you I feel like well here's why you guys were founded by Puritans your entire country started with witch trials and pilgrims who are very, very, very strict. They did not look at each other's genitalia for 400 years or five, whatever it is. I don't know what Puritans do. I'm not a Puritan. Germany was founded by like barbarians that bashed each other's heads in and then had intercourse Hot. to make more barbarians. Thank you. Oh, I'm like turned on by the idea of just barbarians crushing each other's skulls and then like... Listen. defiling people you know? well tune into a and e tuesdays at eight o'clock <laughs> <laughs> that's the show you're on crushing yep. hitler's skull yep. and you're fabulous in it flula flula you're thank an you. amazing incredible actor thank you thank you such incredible range. gift you have um first of all obviously you're in a uh, suicide squad and last time i interviewed you yep. which was not very long ago you were promoting that but you also have um an album coming out yes correct Yes, it's called Supervillain. It has come out already. It's been released. It's been birthed. Uh, it is oh. all about, yeah, it's all about the Suicide Squad bad boys and bad girls and bad everythings. And so I just decided, let's just write songs that make people want to dance like they have time travel to the early 1990s CNC Music Factory era, but also think <laughs> about villains. Uh, it's very good. That CNC music, things that make you go, hmm. Mm. We haven't had a good hit since that song. We've not had a good hit. No, Other than no, no. supervillains, obviously, your course, album. Correct. Yes, it's it's a 30 years break and we're ready. We're ready for more. <laughs> That's pretty, so thank you for the things that make you go, hmm, reference. Their third most popular track on that album. Very impressive. By the way, that's my nickname. I'm the mo- third most popular in anything I do. I'm always third. I'm third, the third sexiest North Bavarian male. So I agree with you. We are both bronze medalists. beat you? Who I'm not telling you? you. I'm not giving them press. <gasps> Sorry. No. John claude Van Damme is German. No, he's Dutch. He's, What's his background? Uh, he's not German. I think he's Dutch, but he's not yeah. German. I can guarantee it's this. his birthday today. That's why I just thought of him. Funny enough. JCVDB day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
You are um, somebody who, to me, and every time I talk to you, it is very rare that someone's mind works as quickly. You have like a TI-85 level brain chemistry what? that I, I'm almost frightened by because I consider myself fairly quick. But when someone comes in who's like as quick as you, I like personally to take a back seat and let you do the driving. Uh, Don't do this. A large mistake. I am also powered by four AA batteries. Just warning you. So like the TI-85. The TI-83, oh. much stronger, actually. It's, it's weird. They, got, they added a number and yes. reduced effectiveness. Yes. Did you have those in Germany? Were you using uh, Texas instruments or was it like uh, Cologne instruments? Well, we used the hand instruments and pencil instruments, uh, but my, my American <laughs> friends uh, used the Texas instruments. I don't listen. I don't mess with that. It's Texas. When you look at that thing. Um, so wait, you, you took calculus in Germany, though, growing up or not yeah. really? Calculus also exists in Europe. And yes, I did. Yes, I took it. You did. So yes. but you didn't have like a fancy calculator. I'm actually this. I'm interested in the German way of life. Yeah, well, we graphed it, you know, you, you plug yeah. in X, you get the Y functions of X, you know, see what happens, take a derivative manually, maybe try that out, Americans. We don't know how to do anything by ourselves. That's just a fact. Like we are. A, no, that's really true. I think we are um, as a culture, a culture based on convenience. And I was away this summer. You want to get anything done. It's like nine different stops. You got to go all over, figure it out here. You go to Target, you get it done. And that is it. Listen, you guys are outsourced, outsourced town. Everything can be outsourced. The food deliveries, okay. the, the eating. I have a man I've hired to just feed me once a day. He just comes in with a spoon. What's his name? Oh, I can't tell you this. You can't tell me the spoon no. guy? We have both signed NDAs. You know, you. I bet that you have a very, a very dark side that I would like to get into. But I want to ask you about yes. how Flula, which we met after Paradise on ABC, because you are friends with Elon, who we love. Very close friends. And Oh, he's a wonderful guy and uh, makes sense that you guys are friends because he's also incredibly funny. How did you get to the States? Like what were you doing comedy in Germany? I don't really know a lot about how you came up in the world. So what was that? What's Flula's story? The most simple answer is I booked a flight on Lufthansa to Detroit, uh, which is actually Air India. It's a deal. I got a $600 deal. Detroit, a wonderful airport. Oh. Why I flew here? I entered a hype man contest um, because I wanted to see what that is. I did not understand what it was. And as you know, like sometimes an idiot is correct with a clock five times. A clock is wrong. Most of the sometimes a clock is correct. You know, a broken clock exactly. has a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Famous German saying, of course. Yeah. Broken time tells a clock and twice a day. And so I won the hype man contest because I didn't understand who is and what is that. And so I was like, oh, this is perfect. I don't have to have real skills and still I can achieve things. So I was like, let me pursue a career in entertainment. Welcome to America, by the way. That's I mean, that right there is the actual American way. How to fake it enough. And that goes, I think, in any job, in an office setting. You get it. Yeah, I do. Fake it till you take it. That's exactly right. I always say every boss I've ever had, uh, except, of course, here at Earwolf and in Sirius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. has somehow failed up, you know, on the charts where it's like they were the ones who did the least, least and are yeah. now telling everyone else what to do. And it, well, it's a very yeah. frustrating thing. Well, no one can be terminated. So you get uh, you get elevated. I think that's how it works. Oh, you're that's in exactly right. Yeah, please take a race and go away. Yes. It's very smart. Yeah. Corporate it's America. A smart move. Yes. You were a hype man. I wonder, though. So you came to L.A. Yes. I guess my question is, you know, you hear a lot of people now. We're, we're very involved in talking about cultures and actors and hiring, for example, like an Asian actor to play an Asian part, which would make sense, obviously. Makes sense. But yes. you're 
German, there are very few German uh, with such an accent and a distinct accent like yourself Thank working you. in Los Angeles. You're welcome. What has that been like? Because I'm curious if you are often stereotyped to play certain roles. Obviously, yes. Please stereotype my face away. I would like this because it means employment occurs. So yes, I'm very happy about this. Uh, number, yeah, number two. You listen. I'm taking all of the linguist classes. I'm trying to become man who can speak like a man from like Boone, North Carolina, or something. So I'm learning about this. Um, uh -huh. It's 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 oh, it's like that. Have you seen that film with Colin Firth where he curses during the record playing and he like has a, sh a stutter, but then they play the records and he's like, I speak perfect. I am very perfect. What's oh, King, uh, King, King Beach, King, King of the Hill, King. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so that's like it was for me. Like if you play Public Enemy in my earphones and then you hear me speak, it sounds like I'm definitely from Savannah, Georgia. But I haven't learned how to sound American without the headphones and without the Can't Trust It, a very so good song by Public Enemy playing in my ears. Sure, that could be, I, I could see an issue on set when working with uh, certain Difficult. actors, for sure. Difficult. But when you go for auditions, because I feel like that's a real benefit for you. A, you're oh, hilariously funny, but it has else. to work toward your favor. Well, here's what happens, Michelle. So I'm either the number one perfect person for your role or, or whatever occupation, or I'm the worst person imagined for this role. And so that's what happens. I come in and I'm in first place or I am an absolute the dead of last. Like, do not cast this person under any of the circumstances. <laughs> and, and we know it's usually the last. I'm the caboose at most auditions. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, I'm a caboose for a number of reasons, just because I have a very naturally. OK. OK. Um, You're coal powered. I like it. Your body also. And I don't mean to objectify you, even though I know you love it. Do it so much. Do it. I'm German. Yeah. You've done that kind of, uh, dare I say, Kumail Nanjiani makeover. Let's it's interesting it what it is. Yeah, we, it's interesting you say this. He, we, he and I stared at each other at a gymnasium two years ago, both of us looking confused. <laughs> and we didn't know why we were both there. And we both looked at each other and it was like, oh, hi, hi. And then that was it. And then we at simultaneously started to buff ourselves. Uh, so it was a weird time that I saw the before and his confused face. I think also he wasn't certain what was happening because I think he would tell you he's not naturally like, you know, uh, what is what is a Schwarzenegger person? That's just not what he is. Yeah, of so. course not. He's not a bodybuilder. No. But I think in a weird way, you know, there are articles now where I think it I'm not, I mean, obviously he's getting these huge parts, but because he was known as such a kind of comedy nerdy guy. Yes. I think it confused a lot of his fans to see him show up looking literally like a wolf from yes. the, you know, like a Shark Week yes. muscles situation. Yes. Yeah. Um, Shark Week muscles. Do you feel like, you know what I mean, though? Do yeah. you feel like for yourself this was an issue or I would imagine that it has only benefited things. I'm already, as we started with, nudity, not a very large issue in Germany. You can look at old videos of me and I was topless and bottomless. Uh, and oh, also, I know, I'm sorry, apologies. And get, I'm just prepared for the cancellations. They can come at any time. You never know. It's just <laughs> smart. So let's, let's just prepare. Uh, no, I, well, the difference is this. I am an athlete person, even if I was not like rippy dippy muscle, as you say, shark weak muscles. So this contrast is not with like Kumail, who was not known like this. I was already nude and bench pressing some kilograms, but just not hundreds of kilograms. So I don't think this is like the Transformers where I was a small ambulance and now I'm a giant uh, superhero robot. I'm just the <laughs> same man plus five kilograms. No, because in, on your Instagram, I mean, your pictures are, they're honestly shocking. They're thirsty. They're and, shocking. Well, well, yeah. look, 
I number one, I have if my number one tip is if you want to look like this is have my father be your father, um, because it's just genetics. And number two, yeah, hire a very angry Italian trainer. But also, I'm only posting this so that I get hired as a supervillain and as a bad boy. That's why I'm posting. Yeah, I this. get that. Okay, wait, that's it. Wait, I have to know more about your dad. Sorry, what's your dad's name? Oh, I can't tell you this either. Listen, I've signed really? NDAs I, out of my booty holes. I have so many NDAs. Listen, this is just what you I do. You won't tell me your father's first name? My parents are so private. They're like, listen, keep me out. Really? You know what they say? Like, keep your name out of my mouth. My parents said this to me like 30 <laughs> years ago before it was a phrase. I was like, okay. Wow. Yeah. So wait, okay, don't say his name. Yeah. But was he a very buff? You know that I, I love a German man because um, as a tall woman, when you go to Germany and you're me, uh, I am like a benefit there. People don't know what to do. They're like, wow, it's very normal to be a tall woman in Germany. Whereas in New York, I'm like in always in a Tolkien novel, you know. Oh, wonderful. So, yeah, so it's a great feeling for me on the daily, like getting out of the train and having people stare Wait, and laugh. Michelle, what is your height? May I ask it? I know it's I'm in private. One. This is tall for, for a lady. That's correct. It yes. is. Yes. I know. Yeah. But in Germany, it's not. And actually, no. I think, um, and I don't know, how, how long have you lived in LA for? How long have you been here for? Oh, I've been back and forth for almost 10 years, like back and forth. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Because I will say that... Uh, yeah, I just as a woman love going to Germany because I think my stock goes up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. There's something to that as an American woman in Germany that you matter more. Absolutely. You are also at more average height. Like 6'1 is like borderline short uh, in some in some counties. Yes. So, you know, you can also blend. I am certain here you are not blending. It's like me no. everywhere also. I am almost six foot four. So, you know, also... <sighs> But I'm a man, so it's not like as, oh, whoa, hello. It's just, Well, as a yeah. man, you probably run L.A. How, how popular are you in Los Angeles? Six foot Ve four, you must very, kill it. No, very unpopular. I like to jog away from people as they speak to me. Uh, I enjoy to do origami swan building just in a park. And as people walk <laughs> to me, I just leave the swan and jog away. You don't crush them with your huge managed hands? Is the swans, a, like you're delicate? Never. No, I'm very delicate. I'm a delicate Wow. Singer. Yes, yes, yes. Was your dad a big bodybuilder, though? I'm going back to your father because yeah. the way you described him, I, I'm picturing a very hot, kind of stern, it's like my type, yeah. mean German giant. He had some early, early rage issues, but he quickly uh, realized I am a man who can crush other people. Don't have also rage issues. You know, you can only do this wow. if you are Bruce Banner. You know, or but if you are a human man and don't enjoy incarceration, you have to be nice to everyone, even if you are very strong. Also, he's a man who like had like a, we have these comics where a man like drinks something and becomes very strong. My dad like had this but never drank it. He was like the potentials. He never got like I'm doing this almost so I can say, see, daddy, I can defeat you in a wrestling of arms now. So like I'm like I'm becoming the potentials of my papa, if this makes sense. Ugh, it makes perfect sense. It actually yeah. should be its own Marvel universe. I like agree. The, I, I'm being honest with you. Oh, okay. Germany needs a Marvel. How do we get Germany to have a Marvel um, universe? What would that look like? Or a DC universe. Listen, I will take happily either yeah. of these very much. Oh, what would it take? I mean, listen, hire me as the CEO of HBO Max. You know, when I first met you, I have to say what I think a lot of people are thinking because your accent is... So terrible. Um, I know. I'm sorry. It's not terrible. When I first met you, which I remember the day that I met you and Elon had uh, 
raved about you. And I, I'll be honest, I didn't know who you were at the time. I knew you were very popular. I still I don't know who I am. It's fine. Yes, yes, yes. That's such a beautiful thing to say. And I feel like you're finally getting vulnerable in a way I really appreciate. Just so you Thank know. Thank you. Yep. But when I first met you, I thought, is the accent for real? Like, it it almost feels like you're doing an Andy Kaufman version of, like, a tall, very funny, you know, German man. Are you accused of that ever, of not really being German? I'm accused of many things uh, all the time. I'm accused of not loving donuts. And that's not true. I eat them on the date, not on the weekly, let's be honest. <laughs> Um, and yes, of course. But look, when I speak with a German person and we speak German together and it's <gasps> fließend ohne Akzent, dann haben wir einfach ein bisschen Spaß and it's a fun thing. So, Oh my God, I love that. Yeah, so <laughs> Go on. I don't know. You know, Andy Kaufman, I think, was from a fictitious country or Sasha Baron Cohen is definitely yes. not from the Kazakhstan. So, you know, I am a German man in Germany with a German passport. Hallo. I don't know what to say. Oh else. my God. Yeah. That passport is worth its weight in gold. I swear, I, if you ever want... Oh. Oh. I Googled it. I was like, what are the, I didn't Google this, but it's like most valuable passports. Germany is up there, I must say. What is German comedy like? You said children don't laugh. I realize I'm hitting you with a lot of questions. I like culture, so I'm curious. Yes. Is it like a Mr. Bean? Was he famous there or what? What yes. killed in Germany? Well, I, I always make a hesitation. I am not like a good spokesperson man for German anything. Just know this. Also, I'm an idiot. So let's know these two things from the beginning. You're obviously not an idiot. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yes, uh, Mr. Bean, very funny. Um, uh, we had a man named Otto, who was a very crazy, a little creepy looking man, but very funny, who drew very large elephants uh, and, and hopped around and had a, a large nose. And so he and another man with a large nose had a movie called called the supernasen, which means the super noses. And I, I don't remember the okay. premise, but, but this is like, this was comedy. What it is now today, I must tell you, Michelle, I don't know. I'm like a man. If I study things, then I become terrible at those things. I am best as an idiot, just wearing some very thick goggles and just walking around blindly. Yeah. Yeah. Figuring life out. It's actually a great way to not get canceled. I'm not going to lie. Hearing a German yeah. tell me that there was a movie called uh, a German film called Super Noses. As yes. a Jewish woman, uh, I, I, I panicked. You I get know. where I'm coming from. And as I, I told you, I little. panicked. I panicked too. As I said it, I was like, oh, scheiße, is this? And now I'm realizing <laughs> it was like the 80s. So it's like maybe it's one of those like, what's that one uh, blackface college film that's like everyone's like, don't tell. That's the oh, worst. Soul movie. Man. Soul so, Man. Yeah. I don't know if Super Noses is the soul man of German cinema. I doubt it. I must watch it again. Who knows? Let's I'm going to Google it right now. I will. I was really on board. Honestly, I'll love Super Noses, even if it's about my people. I'll be real with you. I'm don't Googling think, it. Let me just oh, see God, it. Oh, God, maybe mm -hmm. it is. I don't remember the premise. I just remember this was like comedy at the time. Who knows? See, what, com what comes up is yeah. an article from the BBC about um, why some people become super smellers. Super smellers? Yes. It's oh. people who have a heightened sense of smell oh. compared to an average person. That seems like a nightmare. That sounds terrible. I, and also, I think I have yeah. this. I'm very sensitivity to all of the senses. I hate those. No, what do you mean? Every single sense you're sensitive? Smell and sound. I'm very sensitivity. <gasps> yes, 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 yes. Are you not? I imagine as a performer, I don't know why. I think we are very like, we're like little uh, dandelion chandeliers. You know? Oh, I'm, um, I'll tell you this. If you ever see a, like a show, a theater show, you should hope I'm not in the audience with you because I'm, I mean, take no offense to this. I do call myself the audience Nazi because anybody okay. who, 
opens a wrapper, makes oh. a noise. And I have very long arms. My arms are like gadget long. Tapping, sh- I will shush you. I go nuts. I do it also. And I, I in the, especially in the cinema, if I watch someone in a film oh. and they are, the phones, why are we turning on oh. the phones? I will, I, this is a, I get very angry about this. I very much agree. I, no, I'm, I'm very uh, sensitive. And you're right to chewing noises I don't mm. like. Um, yes. And w- you get it. And oh, one of the it. reasons I want to leave New York is because it smells so badly here that I have, there's nowhere to escape in the city. It's your, horrible. Yes, your smell and your sounds, they are constant. Honestly, I would maybe even go to Germany for a month and just like live my life and see what happens. Go to Berlin. Yeah, I like Berlin. Yeah, if you like it. Or if you like country time, don't go any place but Berlin. Just a nice little quiet prairie, have some delicious foods, have a German beer if you like this. Meet a tall German man. Oh, my God. I want to meet your dad, honestly. Is he still happily married? What's the story? Happily married. Uh, could also lift a truck if he uh, you know, just worked out for six to eight weeks, uh, but also enjoys a daily beer. See, you never know. Are you a yeah. big drinker or no? That's no. a cultural thing. It's really? I, oh, I used to love it. And then I just spat onto my microphone. Apologies if someone heard that. But now I've outed <laughs> myself. Why would I say that? Shut up. People uh, are going to rewind this and listen to you spitting on that mic. People uh, who are like into you a nasty. lot. Nasty. Okay. So that's they right. reverse, I'm eating my own spit. They played in reverse. Okay. Uh, yeah. What were we saying? <laughs> oh, I don't drink beer. No, because it makes me feel terrible. I am. I know I said yeah. chandelier yesterday, but uh, some minutes ago. I'm a chandelier, Michelle. I look pretty good. Like, oh, he's probably in the shapes. But if you feed me like one half of a Snickers bar and I'm not ready for it, I'm sick for like a day. Or like, oh, let's have a sip really? of beer. Oh, look, I'm just a delicate flower right now. I look nice, but don't touch me. Are you emotionally delicate? I could see that actually behind this very funny facade that you oh, could yes. be quite um, sensitive. Oh, I weep every day and I also laugh very hard every day. I am a man who feels all the things super deep. Wait, do you really cry every day? Every day, yes. But I also laugh really? very hard every day. Things are very funny and very... This is life. Is no one watching? Is Who's not paying attention? It's very sad no, and d- very I'm funny. Not, I yeah. numb myself often because oh. it's, so, um, it's so intense sometimes that I have to. I do this, but then time goes. And then 10 years are passed. I'm like, wait, what? So now I just feel everything super deep. And I use... I just started a face regimen. Mm-hmm. Where I use toner. I learned what serum is, Michelle, and also uh, eye creams. It's exciting. You look, you look very young. I, uh, you're glowing. I see it. Well, that's the light. But yes, I'm also sweating. This is just perspiration and fluorescent <laughs> light. That's all you see. But you're also sitting in like, it, it feels to me that I'm like inside the actor's studio. Like you have these professional lights behind you and this green screen set up. What are you filming there? Oh, this is all, uh, this is a green screen. Behind me is actually just a kitchen. <laughs> not true i'll kill him yeah 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 yeah. i say this with so much love you're such an idiot but i say that like laden with you're actually a genius obviously but um, oh no i am a dipshit as they say michelle yes i love when you say it see it's different the german accent i would say the british sound like everything they say sounds smart even though i've learned the hard way that a lot of them are dumb yes um it's really true the british are dumber than americans i've realized Oh, listen, you voted for Brexit. What? At what point was this a smart idea? I mean, don't get me beginning on this. But yes, listen, yeah, that accent tells you, oh, maybe they're very smart. But what does the German accent tell you, Michelle? I must know. German to me says um, you're on time and that you just mean business. Like, I feel like I would never. Yeah. And I'm not saying this relating to anything we've talked about, but I would just never want to wrong you. 
I think I would be afraid to get on your bad side. Well, I would, uh, most Germans would just tell you very directly, you have wronged me. I was offended when you said this thing and hmm. this, was, this was unacceptable. So I think, but also many times there's no emotion to it. It's just very much the matter of fact. Also, if you want an honest opinion, just ask a German person. Uh, this oh, is God. what you will get. Well, my trainer, Paolo, is always like, does this photo look good or something? I can't do Italian. And then I say, no, it looks very bad. But he does not want this. He wants me just to say, that looks really great. It's really good. But yeah. it, it was bad. And so he's asked me for my thoughts. Why, why do you want to lie? I don't understand. I have to ask a personal question. And I, I know that you've signed NDAs, so you don't have to answer it. Please. But how does that affect your personal relationships? I don't know what your romantic life is like, but I can imagine that energy does not translate well for you. You have to add a, a sensitivity filter, but the honesty still must stay there. You know, it's the delivery. It's not delivery. It's the draw. No, no, it's it's it, delivery is it, what don't. is it? The deli- <laughs> it, how you, it's how you say it. It's not how, what that you what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like if you, yeah, but that honesty sometimes people don't want that. I mean, they want some of it, but you know, you can't. You also have to have tact. Exactly. Well, this is I'm learning this. But look, a relationship is broken if everyone's lying all the time about real shit, about real things. Now the tiny lies, of who course. cares? But like actually, why is he upset? Oh, because I'm like here's a lie. Now that doesn't work. Everybody knows. You can feel the fib. So you have to, you know, you have to say it, but use some tactics, as you said. Uh, feel the fib is a good name for something. It you is. You need to write that down. Feel the fib with Flula Borg. Feel the fib with Flula. And then, okay, okay, I'll write it down. I'm looking Am for- I wrong that it sounds like a thing? Oh, it sounds right. Yeah, it sounds like a new Earwolf podcast. Oh, God, you're always pitching stuff. You worked with Conan. You know, Conan is one of the reasons I got into comedy. True story. Never met him, though. Really? Yeah. You just uh, watch, watching his show? Growing up, uh, I'm from Miami, a place Germans love, actually. And oh, well, yeah, yeah. They, I, they don't, really I don't, I don't, I don't because of the sun. I'm the anti-German after, I like sadness and, and small, a fog and drizzle. Most Germans are like, no, we got to get away and get super red, you know, go to Palma de Mallorca oh. and get a sunburn. No, no. Uh, if I ever see someone who genuinely is like red, red, red. It's a German. Every time they always burn. I'm like, is there no, does Angela Merkel not have any SPF tips for these people? I mean, they burn themselves to death. We don't have a department of lotion or anything. No, it's just very people. Uh, every <laughs> the DOL. Person, yeah, the, yeah, you know how it is. The DOL. Yeah, we the need DOL. one. Yeah. Uh, I'm from Miami, but I used to watch Conan's um, talk show growing up and it was the only late night show that made me truly laugh because it was oh, the yeah. time of Letterman, Leno. Yeah. Yeah. He was the only funny one. But I do fear that we are in a place now, especially he's off the air, that just nothing is funny anymore. I'm, I'm having a real issue with the lack of things that truly make me die laughing. I agree very much. Well, it's we're also in a very strange time. Don't experiment. Don't mess up everything. You must be batting 1,000, as they say in baseball. It's everything and even stuff from 10 years ago. If that wasn't perfect, someone will bring it up. So it's a very strange time. Also, I'm not a self, uh, I'm not a comedian person, really. I don't know what I am. I just do things that I think sometimes are entertaining. But I feel terrible for comedy. This is a weird time. It's just a very strange time. It's comedy more than other things. You know, because the whole point is like, let's make some experimenting. Let's see what happens. But just don't post it. That's the answer. Don't post it. Well, I would argue that 
the stuff wasn't funny before cancel culture. Like none of the late night hosts. Now, and by the way, I would be happy to be a guest in any of these shows. I'm just saying from a laugh perspective where, you know, I don't want to like, I make enemies left and right. Everybody hates me. It's why I'm not um, <laughs> successful. But no, these shows were on the air for years. You know what I mean? This isn't like a new thing. And yeah, there's, there's a feeling now for stand up, and I only perform, I'll do like a one woman thing for like nice. an hour. I don't do the little club moments because I just, ah. the culture... Yeah, sketches me out a little bit. Um, you yeah. do, do, well. Sorry to interrupt, but you know, and many of the comics that I know are doing these small things as a test for the larger thing. Do you test in other ways, or do you just do it alone near your stairwell, and then you go out for and do it live? Yeah, no, I perform for a cavernous, empty, dark room. <laughs> no one oh. shows up. Okay, uh-huh. and I and I fucking kill. Like, I, I absolutely I kill. I believe it. No, I my style is very unwritten anyway. Like, I don't like to craft too much because I feel like you're like this, too, because it just makes it. Then everyone sounds the same. They're always like, yeah. I don't know. You know, yeah. I went to Trader Joe's the other day. It's like, shut up. Yeah, like, I me. don't want to yeah. hear about Trader Joe's. Kill me. No more. Um, so what's it's more exciting also for me as a performer not to have anything planned, you know, ah. that being said. Going enough about me. Going back to Conan and you, and just who you are. Uh, what's next for Flula? You, <laughs> you are one of you are one of the funniest people I've interviewed. Period. Like every time I talk to you, I die with laughter. I really think you're brilliant. So what what do you want? Wow, that was very accusatory and lovely. Thank you. Uh, very German you're direct. That's my style. I enjoyed <laughs> it. Yes. Uh, if, great. You're are welcome. we related? Yes. Are you from Heidelberg? It seems like it. With that question. Yeah. We, for sure, we're related, by the way. Look mm-hmm. at the size of my skull. This skull yes. was made in Germany, baby. Look how big it is. Yes, yes. You are Your parents crushed other skulls so that you could survive. Yes, very German. <laughs> uh, what are we saying? What's next? Oh, I will. Uh, look, my goal is to become uh, the next Hans Gruber, a supervillain, badass, uh, kicking butts man. I am built for, like, I realized, oh, wait, I have the genetics and the brains to be doing this, so I should do it because it would be very fun. So I want to continue to do this. But then also, yeah. I'm like, what I said before, like, uh, you can be fair. I can be very sad, but also maybe that's a terrible idea because everyone is going to die. It's a science fact. So maybe I should, like, learn cool shits. So I'm trying to, like, learn as many new things as possible right now, which is very exciting for my brains. Are you filming these things? I think that that would be a great show is watching you learn things. Here's the problem. I feel like, and this is a great question, but everything I think always is like, how can, how can I document this? How can I monetize this? How can this build my career? And I always think these things and these things are making me want to vomit a little bit more now. I know, so, I get it. So now I'm like, maybe I just uh, learn how to, I don't even want to say what it is and then keep it to myself very quiet and that that's an enjoyable time between me and me instead of like, how many likes can my new pot get that I just killed? <laughs> <laughs> and what? Maybe shut up and just make the pot. Why does everyone have to see your pot? Excellent I will example. say you have a stunning kiln. Like, that, I don't want to brag, but I've seen your kiln. Yeah, man. Fucking well, hot. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me started on my glaze. But yes. <laughs> oh, my God, Flula. I agree. There is something. And that actually, I will say, I think is part of the L.A. conundrum. Because there is a layer of desperation filling that hole in the ozone layer over Los Angeles that is you know what I mean and it it got to me I was there for five years and you know I have a lot of dear friends who are happily working and living in LA they love it and they get angry when I shit on it which they should I get it sure 
but like I couldn't go, I couldn't have a salad at Earth Cafe without being reminded that everybody's out of work and they're all like looking at you like, oh, do I, you know, wanting something from you? There's a transactional energy oftentimes between people that is a very exhausting way to live. Uh, Yes. Everybody is getting ready to Venmo themselves or the other people, some kind of, it's like, come on. That's why my friend lives now outside of Vancouver in Washington state. He's like, my neighbors are a man who's a plumber. And my other neighbor is a man and a woman who are teachers. And I'm like, this makes me almost aroused emotionally. How simple (laughs) and great this is. You know, just the only thing we will talk about is like, how was their day? What is their job like? Not, can you employ me? Or I am sad because I'm not employed currently. I'm like, we... What is a very strange culture uh, that Los Angeles... Yeah, it's... I know I'm now I'm bagging also on it, but it's just a difficult... As a normal human person, it can be difficult. It's hard. Wait, I have, you reminded me, though. Um, yeah. I remember years ago, Canada had something where they had like no milk. Like something happened where Canada ran out of milk. Yeah. Or it was like very expensive. And people in Vancouver were driving across the border to go to Costco in Washington state to buy milk. And then everyone in Washington was pissed, like stop stealing our milk. There was like a big <laughs> milk fight between Vancouver and Washington state. I don't know. I just had to say it. Man, thank you for saying it. I'm Googling this. I'm very excited. Um, Well, this reminds me of a time in Germany when the wall was coming down in 1989. I was very young. But I can remember looking over a bridge and the the Trabis, which were the East German cars, very terrible cars, very cheap made. They were coming from West back to East, so excited. And one of them was holding bananas out of the window. (laughs) And like, this was like the ultimate prize for these people because, and this group, whoever was in the automobile, because yeah. there were no bananas. There's like no fresh fruit, you wow. know, in, in East Germany. So they were like, just excited, the simplicity of this. But anyway, I loved that. I thought that was very cool. Last thing, because I know we have to go soon. Okay. Do you ever go to Costco and just think, what the fuck is this? It's very confusing. It's it's like, you know, when they put a gummy bear, a gummy bearchen in a bowl of water and put it in the microwave and it explodes and becomes very, a very large Godzilla gummy bear. That's what Costco is. It's every item except it has been placed in the microwave like a gummy bear for five minutes. Everything is huge. I love it. Uh, There's no snack. There are no snacks in Costco. There's just a fortnight's worth of Fig Newtons. Oh, now I'm emotionally aroused. It's unfair. This is like you just said a fortnight's worth of Fig Newtons and I I have to wrap this podcast. I don't know. That's my new band. It's Ska. That's hysterical. Were you a ska guy? Oh, I hate ska. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. But yes, I was in a band. I played a trombone in the band called The Janitors. There was an umlaut on the A. We were not good. (laughs) You with the trombone would be too much for my brain. You know when you see something like on South Park when Cartman saw the people with the ass faces? No! I didn't warm up, so that was not good. But you know what I mean. I have to tell you something. I, this has never happened to me in my life where a trombone has just arrived, has just kind of out of thin air right next to you. Yes, just got Postmates to directly into your ears. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know where we go from there. Fool, you got your trombone out. I'm sorry again. I should have warned you. It's not good to just <laughs> expose someone with a trombone with no warning. I so loved I it. I okay. wasn't expecting it. And uh, he took it out, to quote Seinfeld. And by it, of course, I mean his beautiful trombone. You're just a national treasure. I feel like if I were German, 
I would be very upset that you left Germany because I just can't imagine there are many people as funny and talented as you in Germany. Oh, I'm mainly, no, no, Germans, I think often are just offended. He's like, he said that word incorrectly. He knows more than he says. He's a giant scheisse pile, which is fine. I'll take it. I honestly don't believe that. Can I ask, because I want you to also sell your products and do work because I want you to monetize a little bit. Okay. Working with, working with Jägermeister. Oh, yes. Yes. I'm, I've become, uh, I don't know how to describe this, but yes, I have, I've become a man, a spokesperson possibly for them. A wonderful. What a wonderful brand. What a nice fit. You know, excitement, spices, alcohol, deliciousness, party times. But, you know, in Germany as a child, it was like my mama would have a Jägermeister after a meal. So just like a calming, soothing thing. Here in America, Jägermeister is like party, a party beverage. Yeah. Which, uh, listen, as a DJ also, I'm into it. If you want to have this and chug this, jug this, sip this, whatever you like, and then enjoy my techno music, let's bring it. But it's Jägermeister and cold brew coffee. Now, how does that work? Yo, it's it's a new beverage. It's a Jägermeister cold brew coffee. So I love coffee. I'm a hardcore man with it. And so if you're combining this with something super German, I'm in. You know, it's like if you had a Birkenstock and... Well, if you just had a Birkenstock, that excites me too. Let's be honest. <laughs> Can I tell you a really sad thing about me? Please. Uh, what if you just went, yeah, uh, I, my feet do not blend with the Birkenstock. I have purchased them. They rip my feet to shreds. I know you're not here to promote them. I I'm swear not, to you. Well, there are many. As a man who has worn hundreds of Birkenstocks, I probably can suggest to you a few that will not uh, rip your feet. Do you have normal feet? Are there five toes? I have um. <laughs> I have five toes. Okay. I actually have, I'm not going to brag. I have beautiful feet. Oh. I have had fetishists. I have had fetishists comment. This is real on my, and I'm a size 11. You know, they like a bigger foot. I don't know if you knew that. Maybe you knew no. it a little too well. I don't know. But it. I, I found that out, which is an interesting twist. Um, but no, I happen to have really nice feet. So I don't know. I'm very na- like normal width. I don't get it. I think there is a Birkenstock for you. I'm just going to say it. That's not a Birkenstock spokesperson. I feel confident. That we can find. They need to. Of- they need to pay you for that. They need to pay you for what you just said. Okay, listen. Call me Birken and Stock. <laughs> the last thing I'll bring up is that uh, an article that my producer put in here that you ate seven thousand calories a day to become javelin. Yes. In uh, the Suicide Squad, I know that we have now. I, I don't want to bring your body up again. It's fine. But as someone who really, I eat a lot of food. Seven thousand yeah. seems exhausting. It actually doesn't seem like fun at that point. Well, I uh, I don't always eat for joy, but eating gives me joy. So I just like mm-hmm. to ingest the things. They don't have to be perfect. You know, some people are like, oh, I had yogurt 10 minutes ago. No more yogurt for my body. I don't care. If there's a bowl of yogurt and I'm hungry, I'm excited. I will just eat it because my rule is, is the food poisonous? No, then I like it. I will enjoy it. And I'll be honest, Michelle, 7,000 is the low. I think we, I was eating more than this, but people w- would really? not believe, they would not believe it. So we just said 7,000 because it sounds like a lot, but not too much. Well, look, Michael Phelps uh, famously before the Olympics was having, what, 20,000? Like they have his breakfast in a museum. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's still trying Seriously. to finish it. He's still trying to finish yeah. it. He's in the back room. <laughs> yeah, with a spoon. So Suicide Squad, you have the Supervillain album, which is out. People can go listen to it. Yes. Um, and also, I mean, just to be a part of, I'm I'm sorry that I said Marvel before. I want you to know something. I know nothing about comics. So you're oh. in the DC universe and I'm an idiot. Oh, no, they're all great. Marvel is great. DC is great. They're both wonderful. These don't need to like, oh, it's a great taste and less filling. Yeah, it can be both. It's fine. They're both okay, great. Good. I just feel yeah. bad. I'm sorry no. about that. That being said, you are absolutely um, just one of the funniest people. And I I want more Flula. I want, why doesn't Elon 
make a show for you. Like you need to be out there. I'll let Elan know this. We are we are friends and speaking. So I'll I'll ask Elan to just make something, and then I'll be. And in please, it. I, I really need you to be on TV. I'm saying this seriously as a fan and a friend. Thanks. Make it happen. I want more of your stand-up comedies, and I also want you to enjoy where you are living in the f- near future, wherever Thank this you. is. Yes, I'll message you from Berlin when I'm like, "What? Uh, did you ever go to a club there called Cookies?" I've eaten those. I've never visited. No, what is it? Hilarious. Okay, mm, it's not worth bringing up again. Okay. Flula, uh, Flula Borg, uh, follow Flula at Flula F L U L A. Genuinely, so thrilled to have you on the show. Um, so thank you for doing it. I hope you had fun. A lovely time. Thank you, Michelle. What a wonderful time. I'm excited. I'm so excited. And uh, go watch uh, Suicide Squad. And okay. um, honestly, just look at look at Flula. Like it's a pleasure to watch you. I really mean that. I will take it. Michelle, thank you very much. And you're telling me to watch Suicide Squad? What were you saying? You're like, watch I'm it. literally asking you, watch it again. And, and send me an email with the flaws, like your mistakes. I want to know what parts bothered you Oh yeah, yeah. You in it. And of course, yeah, yeah. And then you can post that. And then we'll both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be great. Yeah, yeah. Great, great, great. Just reap the benefits. And guys, I'm Michelle Collins. It's Midnight Snack uh, at Mishcall if you want to follow me. And I adore all of you. And we'll be back next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Flula, thank you. Midnight Snack is an Earwolf production, executive produced by me, Michelle Collins. Our producer is Anita Flores, and our sound engineer is Sam Kiefer. Special thanks to my friend, Dan Acton. You can listen to our ad-free episodes on Stitcher Premium. For a free one-month trial, use the code SNACK. Please rate and review Midnight Snack and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. You can follow us on Twitter at MNightSnackPod. That's M-N-I-G-H-T-S-N-A-C-K-P-O-D. I love spelling. Midnight Snackers, we would love to hear from you. Send us your feedback, questions, or topics we should chat about. You can leave us a voicemail on our party line at 331-901-0005 or drop us a line at midnightsnack at earwolf.com. For more of me, tune in to The Michelle Collins Show live weekday mornings from 7 a.m. Eastern Time on Radio Andy, Sirius XM 102, and on the Sirius XM app. You can also follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Mishkoll, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.